from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells. Hey, good morning and welcome to Straight Talk here at Iowa Catholic Radio. It's your weekly dose of news from the diocese and around the world, plus commentary on issues that are giving us angst. And boy, is there a lot. Are there a lot of issues? My goodness. Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got answers for you. I'm Jean Wells, and so, so blessed to be broadcasting actually from the Mercy One studio. I am not remote today. If you want to text in, I would love for you to text in 515-223-1150. Just text and say hi. It's so good to be back to what is a little bit of normal. Um, And I would love to hear from so many of my friends that I know are listening to the show because I hear your comments, you share with me, you know, what you heard on the show. So would love to hear from you. Send us a text, please. 515-223-1150 and just say hi. It's so much fun to connect to people. Um, On today's show, we are doing our third in a series. Last week, I thought we were doing second show of our two-part series. But I had... I had an opportunity to visit with um, our seminarians that are going to be ordained to, to the diaconate. And I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to get their perception of this new normal for us in the church, this new evangelization, because they are coming into it at the beginning, which may define their entire priesthood, this new opportunity to reach out to folks in different Ways. So joining me today are Reed Flood, Jake Epstein, and Brad Roby, all three of whom will be ordained to the transitional diaconate uh, in just 10 days. And so we're going to visit with them about maybe what their favorite uh, online resource is. We're going to get that. Um, you know, it is just, it has been so fascinating um, this time, I have found so many new resources. And if you have a new resource that you love, new online resource, text that to me as well. We'll share that out with our listeners. Because if there's something that you've stumbled across that you find particularly uplifting, we want to share that. That is for sure. Um, some events. Yes, in 10 days, the transitional diaconate of these three guys, uh, Reed Flood, Jake Epstein, and Brad Roby, will be happening at St. Ambrose Cathedral. It'll be a small gathering. Um, normally, the public is invited, but this time it'll be just uh, limited to 50 folks, primarily the family members of our three men who will be ordained. And um, But the rest of us will be able to watch it via the face, via um, the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page. So between now and 10 days from now, let's keep these guys and all of our seminarians uh, in uh, our prayers and ask for the intercession of St. John Vianney, who is the patron saint of priests, uh, to be with them in these days leading up to the ordination. Uh, again, the Christ Our Life Conference is on schedule for uh, September 26th and 27th. Uh, with COVID-19 as an issue that we are all aware of, they have worked with the good folks at the Events Center. Um, there'll be some spacing. There'll be, there'll be some things that will be different than what we have had in the past. But at this point in time, it is going on. And I'm so excited. Uh, you can get your tickets online at Christ Our Life Iowa. Dot com. One of the featured speakers is Sister Miriam, 
passionately, she passionately conveys that all are worthy of the Father's authentic love. And she knows that personally because after struggling with sexual abuse, alcoholism, and emotional emptiness as a young adult, despite being so popular and an athletic success, she states that God's authentic love changed the course of her life and continues to do so today. What a powerful message for all of us. Again, get your tickets. Go online to ChristOurLifeIowa.com. And in news, uh, you hardly need me to recap the riots that took place uh, in our own city. Um, So disheartening. What is encouraging, though, is those that are at the rally that are opposed to the violence by the few, because the many are rallying safely and sharing their opinions properly and respectfully. Um, They are... Um, disgruntled by those few that are acting as criminal behaviors. But sadly, over the weekend, it took some toll on our churches. Um, The first, our nation's first basilica, which is the Basilica of St. Mary in Minneapolis, it suffered minor damage on Friday night. Um, You know, when people get into the churches. St. John's Episcopal Church, which is directly across from the White House, it suffered more significant damage from a fire that was started in the basement of the church. Now, that building is over 200 years old and is considered the Church of the Presidents and has served every president since James Madison. And then on Saturday, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York was damaged with graffiti that was laced with profanity on both the exterior and the interior of the church. Please pray for a resolve to these issues. Uh, Polk County Board of Supervisors has extended the curfew of 9 p.m. until further notice. It just needs to be, um, I don't know, implemented or whatever, because it's crazy how late some of these disturbances are happening. And in an email to all the faithful of the diocese, Bishop Jones had announced that all parishes will have the option of beginning daily mass um, by June 11th. So this includes Polk County and Dallas and Warren County. So all of the dioceses uh, could have daily mass beginning June 11th. And then typically it's two weeks after that, as long as um, the numbers have not increased, the COVID numbers have not increased, that they will be able to go to weekend masses. Um, We are being asked to take some extra measures when we assemble, both to protect our fellow parishioners as well as our priests. So please be mindful of those and respectful of those requests. Um, As we begin the first phase of this regathering, let us pray for safety for all of those that will be in our church buildings, um, the building of our people. Uh, Let us pray for all of them. Hey, when we come back, we'll be visiting with three of the young men who will be ordained to the transitional diaconate on June 12th. That is Reed Flood, Jake Epstein, and Brad Roby. It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. 
Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall, online at bigredq-demoin.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. He's not dead, he's surely alive. He's living on the inside, rolling like a lion. God's not dead. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells. Love to hear from you today. Text me at 515-223-1150. It's always fun to hear from our listeners. Uh, Joining me uh, today are our three seminarians. And up in this first segment is Reed Flood. Uh, He will be ordained to the transitional diaconate along with his brother seminarians, Jake Epstein, who will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. And in our last segment, Brad Roby, all three of them are going into their fourth year. At least I think that's how it works over in Rome, uh, their fourth year <laughs> of major theology. Reed Flood, welcome to Straight Talk. Dean, thank you. Thanks for having me. Love the show. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, so you are at the North American College uh, in Rome. Well, you're here right mm-hmm. now. Um, well, yeah. 
So how did you do classes this spring? I mean, you were going to stay, you're not staying, you're back, you were in quarantine for a while. How did this all work? Right. Well, you know, classes this spring were quite the adventure. We <laughs> went through several stages, right, yeah, we went through several stages between um, first being in class and then when the virus struck, we were out of class for about a week or so, but thankfully our universities were pretty quick uh, to get us back through some classes that are live streamed. We had some professors who were savvy and they had courses available uh, like on Spotify and different mm-hmm. applications. And what was great was for a little bit there, we were at the college studying within its walls, almost like a monastery, right? So it was uh, prayer, study, um, hanging out with the friends, which was actually for me a very peaceful time. But, you know, and as the uh, circumstances progressed and got more severe we were called to be sent home mm-hmm. and uh i'm not complaining i do love iowa uh but 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 there you better say that buddy the, oh <laughs> I, man i love iowa <laughs> yeah rome's got nothing on iowa but uh there was a sadness leaving the men from the college but uh thankfully god provided lots of joys uh with being here with the family and the friends back at home well they had to have made your folks and and family nervous because the coronavirus in italy um seemed so much worse than what we've experienced here even. And it's like, I want my, (laughs) sorry, Reed, I want my little boy home. I mean, you know, it's like no matter how old you are to your parents, it's like I want him home where it's safer. Yeah. Yeah. My my mom would agree with that comment. Uh, It was, and and I'll agree for a while it was a little scary, but, but it was a time for us to grow closer as brothers, a time to support each other Mm -hmm. in the seminary. And on the other side of it, I really think that God did bring a lot of graces out of it. Well, and I want to talk about those, but um, let's mm. let's wrap up first. Are you going to be going back this fall? Or are you going to stay here and do online? How is that going to work? Do they have they decided right. that yet? Right. So, so as of right now, the current plan is to go back to Rome this fall mm-hmm. and to resume classes. And from what I've been hearing from the university in some kind of a hybrid method, right? A hybrid method, un metido mista, <laughs> um, just mm-hmm. like a mixed method. So we're so we're going to have classes in person, ideally. Um, but then for those students who aren't able to make it back to the classes, there will be um, electronic means necessary to tune in. So we're you know we're building the plane as we're flying it. <laughs> Oh, that does not sound encouraging. That's not a good <laughs> building the <laughs> We're plan doing is... what we can. We all can in these times. Well, and you opted to be ordained with your brother seminarians from our diocese, where you were technically going to be ordained over in Rome. So that's right. that's a blessing here for us. Even though we can't, the general public can't participate. We'll be able to see all three of our um, our guys that are going to be ordained to the transitional diaconate be able to see their ordination uh, through Facebook. So that's that's a blessing. It is. It is a mm-hmm. huge blessing, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this coronavirus, it has caused all of us to take a step back and reassess our priorities. And and so you mentioned this a little bit that, you know, this forced isolation was a, a spirit, a time of, of growth for you. Share with us what what that was. How did that work for you? Right. Well, initially, when I first came back, we had the two weeks of quarantine up in northwestern Iowa Mm -hmm. with the men who I studied with in Rome. Mm -hmm. It was just a small little house um, with a couple bedrooms, so we 
we each had our own bedroom, but fortunately we had a chapel with a tabernacle in ready accessibility to the sacraments. So it was in that first initial time of, uh, yeah, of isolation from the rest of the world to be there together, which actually we were in a house and we weren't in a, you know, like a parish church, but we got to experience the life of the domestic church. So the church at home, Mm -hmm. we were fortunate to have an actual tabernacle there. So for me, it allowed me to make a retreat, if you will, to make a retreat for those two weeks where I could pray and uh, hang out with the brothers who were my family there in inside that house. And during that time where I was open to the Lord, that's where I began to hear the real promptings to apply to be ordained or to petition to be ordained this summer rather than in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so God spoke in that desert, if you will. And then, too, being back here at home, I know that we're not able to uh, go out in the same way that we used to, to, um, you know, to interact in society the same way that we're used to. We had to adapt. But even in that, um, that's not to say God isn't still speaking, because he certainly is. And I even look at, um, in the desert, right, the Israelites during the Exodus when they were wandering in the desert, God was with them during that time. And in a lot of ways, he was even closer to them in those times. So that's given me a huge consolation that in the same way that the Israelites or Jesus Christ himself went into the desert, God is God is intimately close with you there. And then he wishes to actually speak to you there in the desert. So I take lots of consolation in, in that. You know, Reed, that is so interesting because just like the Israelites during the Exodus, some were attentive to listening to God's word and others would listen. The seed fell on rocks, right? Um, to, mm. to mix our mm. parables. That's nothing's changed. Nothing's changed in those thousands of years that some of us listen. But it's interesting, Reed, how can you teach us how to listen? I mean, you know, I, I, I think, I think, I don't know if you guys learn that subconsciously in seminary, but it's like, you know, <laughs> or whether they have a class, how to listen to Jesus, you know, but I think so many of us try, but then we get distracted and then we go off. How do you, how do you be attentive to the word when you're in that desert? How do you get to the desert wow. in the first place? Gene, that is an that is an awesome, awesome question. And I and you think have thirteen that it is, seconds to answer it. Oh no. <laughs> okay. You, you know what? If I had to summarize it, right now, today, this is the best time to practice listening. Um, with all the distractions going on around us, me, myself, and my own life, between the COVID nineteen pandemic, between just the current unrest going on in our country, between the final exam that I'm taking tomorrow and mm. oh yeah, by the way, ordination um in a week, you're right, right, like a week's time, God is wanting to reach me there. Mm-hmm. He wants to speak to me there in that. In the same way in the chaos in the chaos or in the complications in all of our lives, that's where God wants to. So in those quiet moments, to pause, to breathe, to be at peace and listen. The Lord wants to speak to you. Pause. <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> the thing. It's like pause. Literally pause, pause your brain. Mm. Pause your body, pause your brain, listen. And then what was the third thing? Pause and listen. I was so caught up with that. Um, yeah, yeah. I was caught up in it too. It was <laughs> <laughs> it happened quick. Yeah. It was a spirit. Pause, listen, rest, 
be at peace yeah, and just receive, right? So, so receive from the Lord, and 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 that's prayer, right? Prayer is mm-hmm. is, is receiving from the Lord, and even if we think of Him, that is His. I mean, that's on Him. That that's His initiative to reach us in our lives. Mm-hmm. Is even if we think of Him. Um, so start there. Okay, let's let's look at the role that the three of you, your priesthood will look different than any priest before you. You know, mm-hmm. you know. a lot of times you can say, oh, I want to be just like this pastor or that priest. I really appreciate and respect their style. But, mm-hmm. but you know, your very first homily is going to be broadcast to the entire <laughs> world. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like the rest of them, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, they're family. But, you know, your first mass will be, you know, everyone could watch it. And, and I think, okay. These guys have a unique opportunity. Yes, they're going to go in. They're not going to be the pastor right away. They can't come in and tell the pastor how we're going to do our online anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have an opportunity to say, oh, this this outreach is something we can do far beyond the coronavirus. Right. People well, are being all things, reached. Yeah. All things can work for, you know, for the good of God uh, if we allow them to. And... I take great security in knowing that when God calls you to follow him, when he calls you to be his disciple, and, and in my case, when he's calling me to serve him right now as a, as a transitional deacon, that he's calling me in these very specific circumstances, time and the place, mm-hmm. and that is not irrelevant for God. In fact, that's, that's the most relevant, mm-hmm. right? That's like the incarnation where Jesus entered, he became man, and walked around 2,000 years ago in a particular time and place. Right. So that's, that, I think, I take great security in knowing that my sanctity, that, that my striving for holiness is happening amidst a COVID-19 pandemic, mm-hmm. um, is happening when my first homily will have to be televised. And it's, and it's happening to even just in the midst of my own life, right? And, um, you know, they say, like, oh, yeah, you know, at, you know after seven years of seminary, like, you'll be ready for diaconate. Well, I am, but I also realize that, okay, Lord, I, like, I need you more than ever uh, now and here because, uh, true, I'm, I'm not a perfect man, but I realize that God is calling me to perfection. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so it is this great um, leap of faith, this great trust uh, to surrender myself really into the arms of our Lord, uh, who's always waiting there, and mm-hmm. to... Uh, take me along with them. And you know what? That's beautiful. Yeah. So is there something, you know, as you think about that, it's like your generation, well, other than maybe the kids that are six and seven may be more technology advanced than all of us, because mm-hmm. the little ones seem to know all of this stuff. But, right. you know, you and Jake and Brad are much more in tune with all of this technology. What are the things that you'd like to suggest to your pastor that you're assigned to over the summer that you could try out and test or see that you may do at your parish? Is there something you've been thinking about? Yeah, well, I think the form that, that we're always striving for is communion, right? Mm. And, and what does it mean to be in community? And I think a lot of people are hungry in more ways than one for communion. So how can we bring this community to people in the parish Uh and then secondly, what that will look like, what's the matter, uh, that will be, yeah, reaching out, um, being very intentional about 
um, my conversations with people, whether or not it's over Zoom or in person, Mm -hmm. but to give the people um, your full presence in the moment, because it can be very easy to just, uh, you know, scroll through maybe like your interactions in the day, like you would scroll through your feed, right? Like, like on Mm -hmm. social media, but no, but to give the person in the moment, your fullest attention, because that in that you're giving them love, right? You're giving them your, your, your fullest love. So what I hope to do is to be more intentional today, more than ever when I'm interacting with someone, look at them in the eyes and, uh, Give them your fullest attention and love, because that's what God's doing to you right now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's waiting and listening to you. Yeah, and we have to listen, pause, to listen. and listen right. for that. That's right. Hey, um, before I let you go, Drew, read. let me combine up 15 names there. Um, Bring it on. What is your go-to video resource online that, I mean, everybody has their favorites, you know, what do you love to go to that our listeners may want to check out as well? Sure. Well, insofar as video resources go, uh, I would have to direct people, well, one, um, to both Father P.J. McManus and Father Dan Kirby, just because I'm involved, you know, in their parishes in different ways, to, to, to the things that they're putting out there, because on the local level, they have a great way of reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. And Thirdly, maybe if they're looking for something a little more generalized, uh, Bishop Barron, he's always a great source yes. with his Word on yeah. Fire ministry. So, Father PJ, you can find his um, information at the Christ uh, Christ the King Parish, and Father That's Dan correct. Kirby is at St. John the Apostle. St. John the Apostle in, in Norwalk. Norwalk. That's right. Well, yeah. Reed, God bless you. I look forward to watching your ordination here coming up in just 10 days. So. Thank you, Gene. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Jake Epstein will be joining us, also going to be ordained to the Transitional Diaconate. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Very warm temperatures expected this afternoon will be in the low 90s with gusty wind and mostly sunny. A front moves in tonight with showers and thunderstorms. A few early showers tomorrow clearing in the afternoon. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy. Outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation. Seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and this is our third show in a three-part series on the new, new evangelization, this new way that we are being reached out to, that we can reach out in our faith journey. And today I'm having our seminarians that will be ordained to the transitional diaconate, uh, Coming up in just 10 days, and joining me in this segment is Jake Epstein. Jake, welcome. Oh, thank you, Jean. Yeah, it's so exciting. I don't know if you listened to the segment with Reed, but what a powerful time this is for you guys. Um, Certainly not what you thought your third year of theology would look like. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. right. So what seminary um, have you been at? So uh, me and Brad are at the St. Paul Seminary up in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Okay. And we were there uh, all last semester. So about halfway through, of course, the middle of March, things changed pretty dramatically. Um, Yeah. And we, you know, most all the undergraduate students went home. But in theology, you know, we all live together and we have our classes together. And so it's a little bit different situation. You know, we were able to um, just kind of cloister there mm-hmm. together. Um, and we had our food there in the basement of the of the seminary. And we mostly did our classes online because a lot of our professors, of course, many, of course, all of our lay professors um, live at home with their families. And so mm-hmm. they were 
so we we mostly just like everybody all the other students in the country mostly yeah. did our did our classes online but it was such a blessing to be able to be there um you know with my brother seminarians certainly a blessing to be there um having mass together and prayer and uh, the sacraments mm-hmm which was quite a privilege as well. Um, Wait a minute, you're supposed so many... to be whining and complaining and saying this is horrible. <laughs> well, no? you know, there were there were sure challenges just like anything just mm-hmm. like anything in life, right? And certainly well, when there's nobody when the custodians aren't coming in and uh we're serving our own food and stuff, we there was some extra work involved. Um but that's work that other, you know, everybody, most people do mm-hmm. around their own houses, so we can certainly do it around our own house. Now, Reed um, was saying that he, they're planning on having classes this fall, but it'll be a mix between online and um, in classroom. What is it going to look like at St. Paul? Do you oh, know? Who knows? God, God knows. Oh, okay. Know. Well, I'll check with him. <laughs> <laughs> so no decisions have been made yet about fall? You know, I think... We've we've done it this semester, mm-hmm. um, I think. So I think there's some confidence that we can do it next semester. But what exactly it'll look like, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been decisions made. No. Mm-hmm. What? And it's not it's not like Rome. You know, you need some you need some notice yeah. <laughs> to be able to make your plans. Yeah, to, you can't just hop in the car like and that. head back. Yeah, so, I live. You know, it's it's different when you're just three and a half hours away. So I think yeah. we're still sort of seeing what the fall semester will hold. Where are you housed right now? Well, yesterday I moved into Saint, the rectory at St. Boniface Parish in Waukee. Okay. So will and you be where, serving in that parish when after you are ordained a transitional deacon? Do you know that yet? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm. so I'm assigned to St. Boniface Parish this summer. I am calling you from my office here at the parish. <laughs> I've got, uh, my desk is covered with all the plans for phase one mm. and, and maps of the, of the sanctuary, maps of our parking lot for indoor and outdoor options. And so I'm, I've been at work here for about a week. So good thing you had a class on how to handle emergencies in the parish at seminary. <laughs> right? Oh, I wish, I wish we'd had something like that. But that's why we do this. Uh, that's why we do this summer assignment, um, because there's just so much practical mm-hmm. experience. And really, you know, a lot. Some people have mentioned, well, hopefully, this isn't experience you'll be using in the future. You know, but um, but no, I think this crisis has actually been incredibly practical because mm-hmm. what I've seen is that the parish has all these decisions that need to be made in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. But parishes are always making decisions with the father, Father Chinna here at at St. Boniface, and the staff, and the parish council, and the finance council, and the uh, faith formation group that meets. And, Mm -hmm. you know, parishes are always making decisions, and now they just have to make a lot of them fast. (laughs) So I get to see some really incredible some really useful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to do a lot of stuff. That's the job of a 
that's the proper job of a deacon, you know, looking at how we're going to have mass, how we're going to, how the people of God can can participate most fully, how maybe we can bring things to the people in different ways. Um, you know, those are all things that deacons do. So what a wonderful opportunity to get to do that stuff. Well, and you'll be going, uh, St. Boniface will be one of the last parishes, um, just like all of the Polk County Polk, Warren, and Dallas counties will be transitioning to their daily mass regathering beginning, I believe it's June 11th um, is the earliest that they can start to regather. So you're going to be right in the mix of things. And But online masses are still going to continue. And, and Father Chinna has done some wonderful things, not only with mass, but Eucharistic adoration and involving the young people. Um Will you have an opportunity to do some online things um, at St. Boniface since he is so interested in making sure we're reaching out to folks in new and different ways? Mm-hmm. And that's been really great to get to see over the past week. Um, you know, we had, so we we live stream Mass every morning, mm-hmm. and we have the Rosary this past month. We had the Rosary at 7 p.m. every evening along with Eucharistic Adoration. For, you know, May, the month of Mary. Mm-hmm. I watched and, many uh, nights. Wonderful. Well, if you watched in the last week, I was there. Um, mm-hmm. I got to offer some reflections about every other day to start them off. Uh, Father Chinna and I had a little panel discussion last night on our last day, live streaming the rosary. Um, yeah, and so what a blessing that's been to get to reach mm-hmm. out in that way. You know, I don't think most people would tell you that it's, you know, it's not the same as getting to be there in person, but it's what we can do now, and it's accessible to all sorts of people who wouldn't be able to be there in person anyway, normally, either because they, you know, they they aren't driving, or maybe that time doesn't work, but this is, you can watch any time and, and participate, you know, in a real way. I and found so that, I, that I'm praying differently. Um, with the online things. It's like mass doesn't feel the same. And rather than saying it just doesn't feel the same, it's like, okay, how do I make it, uh, how do I make this difference good? As opposed to getting yeah. that, it, well, you're supposed to be whining and complaining. It's like, well, no, this is what we have. So let's look at this in a different way. And, you know, I take yeah. notes that I never would take otherwise. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that. That homily, I'm going to make a note about that. So, hey, mm-hmm. um, before I let you go, Jake, we have about um, three minutes or so, three four minutes. What are some of your go-to resources that you like, um, either locally or nationally? Things that some of our listeners may not have been. And yes, okay, you can celebrate Saint Boniface. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Saint Boniface and Waukee, they have been. I had Father Chinna on last week, and um, they have been doing some wonderful things. So, but what are the, the other things that have been your feeding your spiritual life during this coronavirus? Well, one of the most basic things, and it is, uh, and maybe it seems obvious, but the USCCB, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, mm-hmm. has all of the readings from the lectionary. So mm-hmm. all of the readings at Mass every day are available online. And really, if you just Google USCCB and then readings, it'll come right up. Yep. It'll be like the first link. And that 
is such a tremendous re- resource. It's such an obvious resource, but to every day be able to be walking through, along with the masses celebrated all over the world, the readings that are mm-hmm. that will be that will be uh, hearing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's a wonderful resource, whether you're able to attend mass in person or not, because mm-hmm. to have read things over before you attend is such a uh, such a great way to prepare yourself. Oh, Jake, now you're just liturgy. being radical. Reading, <laughs> preparing for Mass? Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, I find, oh, man, so often, how how often have you found that you hear the readings and then the priest is preaching on them and you've already forgotten what you heard <laughs> in the first reading? I find that. and I'm, I'm glad no, that I you admitted that because, yes, I have done the but same thing. But if you've read beforehand, if you've mm-hmm. read it beforehand, even just once over, even if you just have five, you know, two or three minutes to skim it beforehand. Of course, it's better if you have a little more time to read it slowly, to meditate with the text, to really see where what's standing out to you. But even if you can just skim it once beforehand, I think it really improves your ability to to really engage with what God wants mm-hmm. to tell you in the Mass that day. Yeah. Um, so the USCCB's readings are a wonderful resource mm-hmm. and uh, something I really recommend. It's basic, but I think it's really valuable. Yeah, and that's not going to go away. no. You know, no, those it, are here. Those have been here for mm-hmm. years now, I think, and, yeah. and will be for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that that I'm seeing and that you've most likely seen um, through our local parishes that I hope the the pastors will continue to do that. That um, you know, the Reed mentioned Father Dan Kirby and what he's doing at St. John the Apostle. It's like you know, I hope those kinds of reflections are still continuing after the churches are back into whatever the new normal is, because it is a wonderful way to reach out to folks outside of the walls of the church in a way that helps them to grow. What what resources are you hoping will continue? Well, um, of course, we've been live streaming masses, and those will continue for mm-hmm. quite a while, at least, if not forever. Um, mm-hmm. this This May month, was really a wonderful thing. I think a great blessing for a lot of people in our parish, and I hope it's something that that will continue um, to make available to people the, these online opportunities. I know this summer at St. Boniface, where we've got some big plans for for our uh, sort of a home vacation Bible school or a home summer faith oh, formation. Nice. Some fun activities, some faith-filled activities. For families, for kids of different ages, um, and we're just we're sort of planning that. But it's something I'm really excited about, and I think yeah. that it, what a wonderful opportunity, even when you know vacation Bible school comes back. But these these sort of at home opportunities for families to engage with the saints, with uh, questions they might have about the faith, with activities, you know, getting out and running around outside, but in a in a faith-filled context, hopefully. Yeah, the best um, parents don't necessarily have time to go and find that cute activity that will engage oh, no. their 6th, 7th, 8th, 9-year-old, you know, so. But I think all yeah. kinds of parents this summer are looking for things. Exactly. Uh, po- yeah. Possibly desperate for things um, as their their kids are at home, um, looking for ways to engage their kids, maybe just to get them outside doing something yeah. uh, for, for a few minutes. And so we're hoping that this will be a, both a help to families practically, but even more importantly, a help for, for the whole family 
And the cool thing, Jake, is is that you don't have to belong to St. Boniface. When you post things online, they're online. So, hey, I want to thank you, Jake. Jake Epstein is one of the three gentlemen that will be ordained to the transitional diaconate on June 12th that we can all watch live stream at the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page, uh, along with Reed Flood and Brad Roby. Brad Roby will be coming up right after this break, and we'll visit with him. Jake, thank you for joining us. This is Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano. And I'm Gina Knoll. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues. Join us every Thursday at 10 for Faith on Trial. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and I thank you for your texts and 
and hellos and welcome back to the studio comments. It is so great to hear from all of you. Uh, Joining me today have been Reed Flood and Jake Epstein, both seminarians to be ordained to the Transitional Diaconate on June 12th. And in this segment, we have Brad Roby, also one of the three gentlemen to be ordained. Brad, welcome to Straight Talk. Thanks, Jean. It's good to be here. I am so grateful um, for the three of you. I mean, this will be a whole crowd of gentlemen to be ordained. Um, And with a a large group, a group of three, the cathedral would have been bursting at the seams. So uh, it is good that just your families will be there, but that we'll all get to watch on uh, the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page. Now, um, Jake mentioned that you were with him at St. Paul in yep. uh, Minneapolis. How was that time for you as, as you look at that um, sequestered time? Uh, was it a time of frustration or a time for, for spiritual growth for you? You know, for myself, I think when, uh, when the, back in March, when we, when we, when we found out that we'd be going into the cloister, it was kind of, it was kind of, there was a lot of uncertainties, but to a certain extent, it was kind of interesting seeing, well, what's this going to look like? You know, something we've, We've never really experienced before, so I think there were some of the difficulties was, for example, um, the seminary at St. Paul. We have uh, we have different teaching parishes we go to. Mm-hmm. My my parish is over in Stillwater, Minnesota. It's about a half hour east of the Twin Cities, so we couldn't go to those after that because of the cloister. Mm-hmm. So not really having interaction with the priests and the, and the parishioners there. So that, that was that was one of the particular difficulties um, of. Yeah, and then kind of the adjustment to the classes on Zoom. I mean, that was that was kind of difficult. Um, just trying to be, you know, be engaged in class over a screen instead of being in, yeah. being in person. So that was, yeah, that we was were all excited about Zoom to begin with, and it didn't <laughs> didn't last long. It's like, oh, I have a Zoom meeting. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was yeah, it was all things from all novelty kind of wore off after yeah. a while too. You know, so but, as you look to to your diaconate. I, mean, I talked to the other guys. It's like this is a unique opportunity. This this group of 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 men to be ordained to the diaconate and then to the priesthood. Their priesthood will look very different from any priest that has gone before them, and right. and it may never go back to the way it was. So, what right. are you looking forward to as a part of your diaconate and priesthood that that you may be able to bring to us as your future parishioners? Um, to help us stay connected to the faith? You know, I think one of the things, kind of thinking about this, one of the things I've realized, too, is that, you know, uh, hopefully we go back to, we go back to doing more. Obviously, we'll be going back to do more in-person, you know, in-person ministry and whatnot, and I'm looking forward to that. But I think what you see, what we're going to see here is perhaps greater use of especially social media. You know, I think one of the things we talk, you know, one of the things we hear about is, um, greater use of social media, especially for evangelizing in this day and age, and we really saw that with this past couple months. So I think, well, a greater emphasis on that and how how can, at the local parish level, how can we, you know, get more tech-savvy, get more, you know, get more accustomed to using these, social, these online platforms to evangelizing, mm-hmm. um, in addition to, you know, the in-person evangelization and outreach that we've all been we're all we've all been accustomed to well and i think there are people that will never go to the parish for a mission but might catch and watch a part of one on social media Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a great way to reach out. And that's why I think this is the new new evangelization that, that we've been pushed, maybe kicking and screaming, into mm-hmm. this technology um, of our faith. And we don't Absolutely. want to totally eliminate the old, of course. We right. do want in-person mass and, and all Absolutely. of those types of things. But this combination is such a rich resource for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of one thing, yeah, it's kind of just the new means, if you will. One thing that came to mind was, I think, you know, back in the 1950s when when you had the introduction of the TV into American society, um, you know, I think there was, there was, you know, I think it could be all those things where there could be, there could be cause for some concern, you know, kind of a distraction. But at the same time, it could be a means of outreach. For example, what we saw with uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen using that as a platform mm-hmm. to evangelize. Mm-hmm. So I think this, you know, I think perhaps kind of like how it was the TV in the 1950s, what we see now in 2020 is greater use of, yeah, internet, the internet and mm-hmm. social media. What are some of the social media things that um, you hope stay mm-hmm. um, once once we get back to whatever the new normal is looking like? Um, I'd say for at least this summer, I'd, perhaps, because, yeah, this summer, yeah, so looking at this summer, perhaps doing, you know, for myself, starting out with online catechesis or perhaps maybe an online Bible study or something like mm-hmm. that, um, that's not for certain, but kind of looking and seeing how that how that would look like for the summer, especially at my parish assignment over over here in uh, Atlantic and Anita. I wondered where you were going to be. You're in Atlantic and Anita with Father yep. Trevor. Okay, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think online Bible study that would be fabulous, you know. Yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Or yeah, mm-hmm. starting that off, or seeing, yeah, seeing how that would go yeah. and whatnot. What has been your go-to um, resources online, whether video or or YouTube, or what has been what has fed you during this um, time of of really isolation and, and separation from folks? You know, I think at the local level. For myself, um, I think for myself and for and the um, seeing seeing um, for example my home parish St. Joseph, um, Father Pins on broadcasting daily masses and listening to homilies there. Mm-hmm. So I think at the local level as well, or for example here in Atlantic, uh, Father Trevor doing daily reflections on doing daily reflections and having those on Facebook and YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So I think at the local level seeing what your parish offers. But beyond that, a couple, a couple of good things are, um, I think as Reed said, uh, Bishop Robert Barron's Word on Fire. Yes. But also uh, Father Mike Schmitz as well, another good resource as well, too. Yeah, I hear a lot of folks that really, um, both of those, uh, Bishop mm-hmm. Barron, that's available through Word on Fire, and Father Michael Schmidt is just through his local page, or does he have a... a a broader uh, named group that we go through. I've I seen think, it just on his, his page. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just his page. I know I see him. I, yeah, we'll see him a lot on Facebook, but I, I'm not sure. Perhaps he's on YouTube as well. Yeah. 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 And that's, those are wonderful resources and I cannot speak um, highly enough about all of that's available. And folks, mm-hmm. if you have something that you just love, you should shoot me a text on that because I would love to share all of these resources out with folks. Um, 
So, okay, you're going to be going back to school this fall to do whatever, however. (laughs) (laughs) And then, do you know when ordination to the priesthood is what we're looking at for next year? In June? Yeah, hopefully it would be in, it would be in June as it's normally was in the past, and mm-hmm. hopefully we could we could have hopefully it would be kind of normal as it mm-hmm. was in the past, and by or yeah, just being open open to the faithful. So hopefully hopefully that's the case. Um, obviously it's it's way too far out to really right. plan, to really you know make any plans, but but, but yeah. I'm really grateful. I'm sure you are too that mm-hmm. because the the seminaries were so prompt in um, getting. Um, all of our guys, you know, up to speed on using technology that that you're not behind. You know, mm-hmm. it could have said, oh, nope, we're just going to stop classes and you won't be ordained at the transitional di- diaconate until fall, which means you'll be ordained right. to the priesthood t- in the fall. Mm-hmm. So thank God for that. Thank God for that blessing. Absolutely. Brad Roby, yeah, thank but- you so, so much for joining me today and know of all of our prayers here at Iowa Catholic Radio and, and all of our listeners are praying you. for you and Jake thank and you. Reed in this transitional diaconate that's coming up. And, and tell Father Trevor hi. He was on last week with me. So um, Absolutely. this new transition, this new new evangelization is a blessing for all of us in disguise. God bless. Absolutely. God bless. Thanks to all of our listeners for joining me. Thanks to Jimmy Olson. He's my producer here. And we are asking St. John Paul II, the patron saint of the new evangelization, to draw all of us into a deeper relationship with Jesus by engaging in some of these new practices available because of the coronavirus. Intercede for all of those impacted by COVID-19. St. John Paul II, pray for us. Thank you um, for joining me on Straight Talk today. We are on the air because of your prayers and your generosity. Please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com. We are lo- we are t- on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. rebroadcast then. Stay tuned now for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk, heard every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and replayed at 10 p.m. only on Iowa Catholic Radio.